Previously on this podcast. A fundamental problem in the United States addiction treatment industry is that, unfortunately, many people still suggest that there's only one road to recovery. Uh, the enlightened leaders of this field have been saying for several years now that there are multiple pathways to recovery. The membership of many professional organizations has not absorbed that message yet uh, of multiple pathways to recovery. And the most sophisticated perspective, I think, is that every pathway is unique. I am so happy to be finally recording the next episode of this podcast. It has been a few weeks, and I apologize for that. Um, a lot happened during those weeks, and I'm going to talk about some of it. But it's been it's been really a chance for growth. Uh, <laughs> how, how to say this? I got burned out from doing the podcast only because, like, I I you know you, you do you, any new activity you get into, you have that initial burst of energy, and then. And then it gets into like, okay, then the new, the new relationship energy is over. And now you have to get into the meat of, of the grind of it. And I didn't have a plan for how to approach that. So it took a, a while for me to figure out like, how do I want to be able to do this in a way that is consistent and still, and has quality and I have enthusiasm for, and I think I found that now and I figured it out and I'm looking forward to doing that, uh, going forward. But uh, it took a couple of weeks to figure that out, so I apologize for that. Anyway, for this episode, uh, give you a preview of what we're going to talk about. Uh, obviously, uh, with all episodes, I'd love to have the the inspirational, motivational music. So we'll start with that. We'll end with that. And in between, in the meat of this episode, there's two things I want to talk about. One, heard this amazing tool from a motivational speaker about how to find your why, your motivation for going through the world. And so we're going to talk about that tool and play a clip from from that speaker and and talk about how you do that and what that how that relates to recovery and then also want to talk about the amazing online event that I, that I got to MC a couple weeks ago with startup weekend and how what I learned from doing that online uh, virtual event can really inform how you create online uh, com recovery communities especially in this time of social isolation so so that's the deal Intro song, outro song, uh, talking about finding your why and talking about uh, the tools I learned from the event we did recently and how you can build powerful online communities with them. So without further ado, uh, the intro song is, this time is uh, uh, Sarah. Oh, how do you say her name? Sarah Brown. Oh, I'm going to edit this later. Anyway, Brave. Um. And the, the why for this song is, uh, it's obviously super inspirational to me, but recently I have lost contact with not one, not two, but uh, at least three people who um, I, I believe are, are having some big struggles right now with their own uh, substance abuse issues. And I miss them, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing from them in the, in the future. But this is what I, I, I would, when I hear this, not only does it help me think about being brave myself, but also what I would say to them. So let's bring up uh, Sarah's song.
I mean, just go out there and you can play the song. And if you're feeling down, you're not sure about what you're going to do. Uh, this is this will bring you right back into being in a positive place and having the courage to, to do and say whatever you need to say in your life. And that's why I love it. So talking about uh, finding your why. There's a, you know, one of the big things in recovery is figuring out what is your motivation for, for staying sober or stopping whatever behavior, be gambling or, or, you know, whatever behavioral issues you might have and, and figuring out a way to, to stay motivated, uh, to, to not fall back into those behaviors. And, um, you know, you got to find that why that, that motivation for yourself. Now it's interesting because with uh in, in smart recovery which is a, is a program that i've uh, that i found some resonates with me a lot uh, one of the first tools to go through is this hierarchy of values where you list out your values and then listing out that values is supposed to help you uh stay motivated especially when you realize that one of the things you value isn't necessarily uh being drunk or high or, or, or gambling or whatever but the exercise itself is just listing out your, your values. And if you've been in you know, self-help or recovery a lot, you know what those values are. But if you're just starting out, writing out your values is not something you can just do. It's really hard to identify those values. And so I, I wish that there was a bit more detail and like, okay, how do I figure out what my values are? While I was listening to this podcast recently, I'm, I'm a big fan of how I built this with um, Guy Raz. It's an NPR podcast. And on it, uh, they had uh, uh, author and motivational speaker Simon Sinek uh, talking, especially and, and speaking about, you know, how life has changed in, in life in, in the age of COVID. And he mentioned uh, one of the tools that he has for helping people identify their why. And I want to play a really short clip from that interview. And I'll link to the interview as well because I think you should listen to the whole thing. But a really short clip from that interview to, to where he talks about how you go through this process. Well, the good news is, is that every single human being has a why. The question is whether we are able to put it into words, whether we're able to articulate it. It's the sum total of how we were raised. It's who we are. And the rest of our lives present us opportunities to live in balance with our why or not. The decisions we make, the friends we keep, the, the jobs we take, the things we do will reveal to the rest of the world who we are. Yeah. And so the good news is finding one's why is a, it's a relatively simple exercise, believe it or not. Um, there are many many ways to do it but i can tell you an exercise that that people can try and you can just do it for free at home and it's called the friends test think of the friends who you love and they love you don't do this with a spouse don't do this with a sibling or a parent this those relationships are too close uh -huh. do it with a friend who you know that if you call them at three o'clock in the morning they would take your call and vice versa and ask them this question why are we friends Hmm. And they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Uh -huh. What we're asking them to do is put into words a feeling they have towards you with a part of the brain that doesn't control language. So they're going to look at you and be like, I, why are you asking me this? Weirdly enough, you actually stop asking the question why, because the question why evokes emotional answers, but we want rational answers. So now we actually start asking the question what? Come on, what is it about me? What specifically is it about me that I know that you would be there for me no matter what? And they'll struggle. 
because they're attempting to put their feelings into words and they're going to start just describing random things like, I don't know, you're funny, uh, you're loyal, I trust you. And you have to play devil's advocate. You cannot help them. You cannot let anybody else help them. And you say, great, that's the definition of a friend. What specifically is it about me that I know you would be there for me no matter what? And you're going to go through this exercise and it's going to torture them. And eventually they'll give up. Eventually they'll say, look, I don't know. And they'll start describing themselves. I don't know. This is what my friends told me. I don't know, Simon. All I know is that I, I could sit in a room with you and I don't even have to talk to you and I feel inspired. Hmm. And I got goosebumps. In fact, I'm getting them right now. In other words, your friends will say something to you that captures your value in their lives, which is your value in the world, which is your why. It's the thing you feel for them. And if you do it with multiple friends, you'll either get similar, if not the exact same answer. And every time they say something and you get that emotional reaction, you get goosebumps or you well up, you're in the ballpark of your why. So I couldn't listen to that clip from uh, Simon and I just got so excited when I listened to it because it seemed like such a great uh, tactical, tangible thing you can do to help identify your 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 value in the world as reflected by your friends. And so I knew I want to talk about this for this. And I think it brings a lot of value as you're figuring out, okay, if this is my value in the world, if this is what uh, people see positive in me that I also value and that I want to do more of that living in harmony with that will give me, you know, joy and throughout my life and, and will keep me sober that's amazing. So <laughs> I realized I couldn't talk about this with actually, without actually going through and doing the exercise, which I did with my friend the other night. I, I cornered him uh, and I was like, okay, <laughs> as I want to do the, recently, I'd be like, okay, I have to ask you a serious question and I'm also going to record this, which I think people are getting used to me doing. Uh, uh, and then I asked him that, exactly what, what Simon uh, asked me, you know, uh, asked you to ask, which is like, why are we friends? And I have to say the conversation was just as difficult and awkward as Simon lays out there. It, it, you're not going to get to the real differentiation, the real value uh, that you provide to that person on their first response. It's going to take work. I think what I, what I wish that I had done more is think is game plan that out because what I missed and what Simon talked about was it's going to take time. You have to interrogate them and kind of reject the first 10 answers they give you uh, because they're not going to be specific enough to to actually uncover the truth of the value of that relationship. And I wasn't ready for that. And so uh, it, it just ended, you know, if you don't do it well, if you don't have a plan for that, it can be a very awkward uh, conversation that doesn't get a whole lot of, get to the depth of what's there. I'm not going to play the clip from, from that conversation because uh, it, it, it doesn't necessarily... Uh, provide value in in this podcast today not that he what he said wasn't valuable because it actually was there were points in the conversation where he said things that really uh, resonated with me and I really appreciated and I understand our relationship better now than than I did before and and he's right as you get closer to the, the real deep meat of that conversation, you do start to get a little bit of butterflies. Like, wow, like this is the value that you get from me and that I 
and and I'm kind of proud that unknowingly, inadvertently, just by this because this is my nature, I witness this value to the world. Um, that's just a, those are really great moments to have. So I would encourage you to do that. I'm going to go and do this conversation uh, several more times with other friends uh, because I I I, I want to learn more about that but i as you're as you're trying to figure out redefine who you are and what value you bring to the world intrinsically and trying to live in 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 sync with that value i recommend doing this exercise entirely it's 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 a great thing so switching from that wonderful exercise over to the other thing i want to talk about today which was the 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 event that i got to participate with recently uh, via Startup Weekend. And I mentioned Startup Weekend before. Startup Weekend is a is a, is a great three-day program where we get around 100 people together to, and it'll be a co- usually a collection of, of business folks, designers, and programmers, uh, developers to come together, pitch ideas for new startups they'd like to launch and on Friday night. And then they form teams and we help them launch those new startups by Sunday night. So it's an incredible weekend. Usually around 100 people, like I said, and we've been doing these events in person. I've been volunteering to organize and facilitate those events for the past 10 years. Obviously, in the in this area of social isolation and COVID, we can't do those events in person anymore. So while Startup Weekend usually does around 800 to 1,000 events around the world every year, uh, that number quickly went to zero as soon as uh, isolation got put in place around the world. But in response to that, a group of organizers got together and started planning how to do one of these events online. Um, and the theme of the, of, of the virtual event was people pitching ideas to the problems presented to the world by uh, COVID and solutions that can be, that can be pursued through uh, entrepreneurship. And it was, a, it was an amazing event. The, we had, I believe, the final numbers that we had around 950 participants uh, just for the U.S. event. We're doing events um, in about 40 countries, but in the U.S., there were 950 per, uh, RSVPs. Um, they formed uh, just over 50 startup teams that worked that weekend. And to those startup teams, we plugged in around just over just north of 200 mentors and coaches to help advise those teams. We had a team of 30 facilitators helping make those connections between teams and shepherd those teams through the weekend process. Uh, and then on Sunday night, we had uh, the top 10 teams do their final presentations uh, via a live stream and get feedback from a panel of judges and then announce the, the top one, two, three winners. It was an amazing event. I got pulled into to, uh, MC the Friday night and Sunday night uh, shows and uh, had a great experience. I, I feel somewhat guilty because I came in and, you know, in the last week of the event to help uh, on the on the facilitator MC front, while there had been a team of, of really dedicated organizers working for at least a month, uh, tons of hours for free as volunteers to make this event happen in the U.S. Uh, links to the to the U.S. event where you can see uh, the the details of the teams that were pitched and the uh, and the the live streams for the Friday night and and Sunday night shows. You can see them on the, on the link in the website. It's at uh, startupweekend.us. The reason I bring this up though is 
it was for me it was a uh, in addition to the the wonderful joy we had in helping those startup teams launch it was a really educational experience in how do you take this in-person community building event and translate it into the online space where we're all forced to live now in a way that is still engaging and still builds community and connections between people and helps them learn about entrepreneurship and move forward and i and why that's important to me is I think that, especially even in the, in the recovery space, it's not enough to just stop that behavior you were, you were, you know, that you developed a habit, a bad habit with, or, you know, or stop using those substances that you developed a bad habit with, but you have to have a positive uh, vision for your future and a dream for your future uh, to pursue. And uh, considering that a lot of people in this space don't have traditional career paths, I think that startup and, and uh, startups and entrepreneurship is a great way to develop that dream for a future and move forward uh, and be excited about your future. So that's why my I get excited about the crossover between entrepreneurship and recovery communities. Um, but it, what I also want to mention, though, is is the tools that we learned to use, that I learned to use, to help translate that in-person experience to the online experience was great. Our main platform for 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 organizing teams during the course of the weekend was Discord. If you're not familiar, familiar with Discord, Discord is like what would the, the love child between Slack and Skype. Slack is very common business communication tool, and Skype is obviously a video conferencing tool. Uh, and and Discord is, is is like a combination of those things where Slack is very text focused. Discord gives a lot of opportunity for voice communication and video communication in a way that allows for online communities to be built. And it has uh, it's just a very robust platform. And it got its start in the gaming community. That's primarily what's where it's used is in, is in the gaming community. Um, but I think that 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 limitation should be I, that shouldn't be a limitation. I think that this can be a very powerful tool for other platforms as well. We had each team have their own channel in Discord. And those channels could be voice channels or video channels or text channels. So the teams could collaborate and communicate in whatever you know medium they wanted to, to for the weekend. And that was pretty much free via Discord. And then we had the mentors and, and facilitators have their own channels. And we helped them get connected to the team channels through the organi organizing team. And then, of course, we also need a lot of tech support. For all the people who had difficulty either installing Discord or getting understanding how to use it correctly, um, and so all the logistics of of pitching ideas and forming teams and and having those teams work and collaborate over the course of the weekend with them, within themselves and with the mentors happened via Discord, and that was just inspiring. To, I learned a ton about Discord. I'd never really used it before this weekend. I had been a Slack user, but not Discord. And that really got me excited about, oh, this is a, a, a platform that I had ignored previously, but now see the power of, of what it can do for online communities. And for myself, I'm experimenting with doing a Slay Today uh, Discord community uh, because I want to see what we can, how we can use this uh, for building online community. I'm keeping that for right now. I'm keeping that with, I'm going to test that with, with just friends and family uh, to begin with and really get that ironed out and then open it up to more people. So I hope you stay tuned for that. Um, and then for the live streaming, I don't know, I, you've, if you've seen on the Slay Today channel, I have tried to do, I have been doing uh, these podcasts via on video and bringing in the guests uh, to 
to the live stream. My tools for that so far have been using uh, OBS and Zoom, especially when I got a guest to come in Zoom. And that has been really, really clumsy for me, in part because I don't know how to use the tools yet, and in part because I don't think um, they're necessarily the best tools for doing that. For the for Startup Weekend, though, and we had, you know, the Sunday night show had four MCs, a DJ, probably 20 guests when you count all the pitching teams and plus the judging panel, all these people moving in and out of the live stream on a three and a half hour live stream. And the technical uh, challenge of that was impressive, but the, but the technical team that made that happen made it happen pretty smoothly. And I learned a ton about like, here's how you really upgrade what you can do via a live stream, via, via YouTube or Twitch. And so I really want to bring that to, uh, to, to what I'm doing both here with Slay Today and then also help some other uh, folks with their communities uh, learn how to use these tools to, to really empower what they're doing online. It's great, great educational stuff. I'll bring, be bringing, it's going to be upgrading what I do here a lot more and I'll be sharing the, the how-tos of that uh, here as well because I really, it, it, to the extent we can have more of these recovery communities move online and have more, more than just Zoom, but more dynamic, engaging, uh, immersive environments online, that'll be great for everybody. <laughs> I say that knowing the irony, by the way, that this is this this episode is not uh, going to be on video, and that's because the gremlins have totally uh, attacked me this week. I I uh, spilled iced coffee uh, on my laptop and keyboard, and it created a mess. And I was having other technical issues that kept me from being being able to do video uh, this week, but. Uh, nevertheless, I'll be taking uh, the setback and all the learning I had from those events and bringing it to, to Slay Day pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so uh, I will leave you with the other inspirational tune for today. And this is uh, from, from Haley Stanfield. It's just uh, a, a song about loving yourself that I think is, is just pretty empowering. So that is a that's a song. I have a I have a playlist I I use when I go to startup weekend events. Um, the, my requirements for the playlist are that the the songs be uh, be you know, upbeat and and motivating and inspirational and and self affirming and and also rather um, uh, clean songs that you know there's no swearing and stuff like that in the song. I was and this has been on my, on my playlist for at least a year or so, and I was listening to the other day, going to you know I need some motivational music while I'm walking around the neighborhood, and I realized wait this song is about like self loving yourself and 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 it's very self affirming, but maybe it's also about another type of self love that if you're single in self-isolation is your only choice for, 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 for affection at the moment. And I listen to the song again. I'm like, I'm not sure that this song isn't entirely about that. Uh, and which has led me to listen to it a bit differently. I'm going to play you a different clip and I'll let you make your own evaluation. Nice and slow, feeling good on my own without you. 
Than I actually took for granted initially. I'm at off jams. I'm actually going to take it off my the playlist I use at events because I'm not really sure what the song's about now. But I thought I'd leave that to you, and 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 you can make your own determination on that. Anyway, that is the song. That is the episode for today. Um, thank you so much. I hope you go out and take it. Give that that uh, finding your why exercise by Simon uh, a, a shot with your friends. Do listen to the entire episode. Uh, from NPR on uh, uh, Guy Raz's uh, How I Built This. It's a wonderful podcast, especially if you're thinking about starting your own business or any kind of entrepreneurship. Just hearing how other founders have done that built their own businesses is great, especially now they have got some special episodes uh, relating to having some kind of resilience during the, this time of COVID. Um, I do have one request for everybody. Um, I, there are there are things that I'm I'm looking to build both on the, the Discord server for online communities as well as there's an app I'm working on. But and and we've done several episodes of this podcast now. But I want to make sure that I'm creating the right things and and doing the right uh, things to help people with whatever challenges that they're having. So the only way for me to do that is to know exactly what your deepest challenge is in terms of your recovery journey or if you're a service provider providing services to people in recovery, like what are your biggest challenges? So so that I can get hear that from you and, and start and start producing content that really helps with that. So I ask you to to there's a there's a form I created it has really just one question, which is tell me your biggest challenge. Uh, fill out that form, and let me know what the challenges are, because and I may follow up with you on some some specific questions about that. But I really want to make sure that I that I'm that I'm that the podcast episodes are on point in terms of what people need to hear and also my other projects in terms of the discord server the app um, that they're actually solving problems that people have so i super super appreciate if you fill those out outside of that um you can find uh me on in this podcast on slay today pod on instagram and twitter i'm much more active on instagram right now than i'm on twitter but i'm working on getting the twitter uh up there as well uh, and as and that's all i got so do stay safe out there. I know we're getting in the heart of, of what's difficult in, in COVID, but uh, together I think we can all get through this. So I hope you have a great week. Bye.